Aloha and welcome to Senator Inouye Told by His Son. This episode, featuring Governor John Waihe'e, is split into two parts. The first, the story of the election of our first Native Hawaiian governor, and the second, a look into Senator Inouye's role in the Hokulea and Koho'olawe. The journey of electing Hawaii's first Native Hawaiian governor didn't start in the year surrounding Governor Waihe'e's election in 1986, but 12 years earlier with the creation of a committee started by Senator Inouye. Here's that story. Aloha everyone, this is Gloria Borland and we have Senator Noy's son, Daniel Kananoi Jr. and a special guest today, Governor John Waihe. Governor, can you describe your first meeting with a senator when you first met him and your first impressions? Huh, you know, that was so long ago. I, uh, let me think about that. I, I think the first time I might have seen the senator well, and he was like this, you know, uh, uh, how shall I say it? I, I, I don't know, this, um, this presence was probably at a Democratic uh, rally uh, when he was running um, for um, Congress you know, on oh. the Big Island. So he okay. had been, and my, my dad was one of these Democrats who would... Uh, <laughs> you know, haul me, and which was a good thing. I mean, you know, he would haul me off with him and we would attend all the political rallies. And so I remember seeing the senator for the first time then. I actually got to meet him uh, 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 years later. I think the first time I actually got to meet him was sometime around probably the early 70s. Uh, maybe around 70, 70, well, more like the middle 70s. I had gone to work. I was in law school at the University of Hawaii, and I had gone to work for a gentleman that was a very uh, close friend of the senators. His name was Alvin Shim. And Alvin was the senior partner in a law firm in Honolulu that actually represented uh, a lot of uh, labor unions and so he was essentially a labor lawyer but he was also somewhat of a political activist in fact he had a number of partners who had um, were lawyers with him that had run for office and held office uh, over time but he decided that he needed to stop doing that and uh, hire the law clerk. So I was the first law clerk that this office ever had. So I got called in one day uh, to his office, to Alvin Shim's office, which uh, has the little peon in the whole firm. And I get pulled in there. And uh, I, I had been, uh, as well as going to law school and working as a law clerk, I had also been very active. Um, doing things for 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 native hawaiians and uh or for within the hawaiian movement and and prior to going to work for alvin i've been uh one of the planners for the model cities program in the city and county of honolulu so there was this history of activism so anyway i get called in to alvin's office and lo and behold he introduces me to the person sitting there who was uh, Senator Inouye. He, he was senator at that time. I mean, he had actually 
I think he ran, he became senator. He won the, uh, the congressional seat in 1959, became senator around 1962 in a major race uh, against uh, Ben Dillingham. And actually, that his race... Mother. His mother, Maggie Annoy. Maggie Annoy. Well, oh Maggie, Maggie, uh, Maggie ran the campaign because uh, Danny, uh, the senator, the then congressman, Inouye, was uh, in 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 Congress. Well, I, you know, obviously, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't know this the congressman then or the, and the senator to be, but historically, that election was the end really of uh, was a very symbolic ending of uh, of the big five which were the five major companies in hawaii who dominated the hawaii uh, socially and economically for 50 years uh, under the republicans and the race that they they wanted they needed to have a senator and the race was against uh, was against uh, Dan Inouye. So that anyway, all of a sudden, uh, a few years later, as a young person um, in law school, working at this law firm, I meet the person who got elected senator uh, with the help of his wife and, and the rest. And the topic, the two things on the table. That because I, I, you know I don't know why I'm in there and why are these important people. Oh, the other person in the room was a gentleman named uh, Pinky Thompson, uh, who uh, was also a good. Uh, turns out was a good friend of the senator. He uh, Pinky Thompson was Nainoa's Thompson, the uh, the Hokulea navigator, which is a story in itself. Uh, was uh, and so he was in the room and. A, a Winona, Winona Rubin. See, Winona's husband was a judge at the family court. Winona herself was uh, a social worker uh, activist. Now, I knew I had I had some knowledge of Winona and uh, Pinky because they would turn up to the Hawaiian meetings that we were having. But in any, but we weren't in any way what you would call friends. I mean, I knew them from seeing them around. Anyway, I walk into this room. Alvin Shim sitting behind his desk. The senator is there and these two other people. And I'm wondering why, you know, what do they want coffee or something? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what am I supposed to do, you know? And because the first thing about walking in that room, and I remember this, was that there was no place for me to sit down. <laughs> okay, so I'm standing there in a room full of these people who are slowly becoming legends, and I get told for the first time that the senator had helped Alvin and Winona and Pinky create something called Aluliki. Aluliki, which was a Hawaiian social action uh, nonprofit that he had raised the funds for and uh, that, uh, you know, uh, they were, they had a who and, and, and that this nonprofit would, would become, uh, would still be in existence still today. So I, you know, so I'm told this 
And I'm wondering, I said, okay, that's wonderful, you know, and the like, and, you know, I'm glad to meet you, Senator, and he's sitting there, you know, I'm looking for young people, and, you know, he's going through this whole thing. And, uh, and, but I'm still wondering, why am I there? Because they don't need me to start Alaliki, they needed him, because he put up, you know, he got the federal money for him, and, and the like. And then the senator begins this, this really interesting conversation. And he starts off by saying, and he tells a story. And this is the first, I know he's told this many times over the years, but it's, this would be the first time I, I, I heard it. And he tells the story of how his mother was going through, and, uh, you know, and he says, you know, John, my mom, and he tells this story about how his mother had gone through this very rough period in her life, and she was taken in by uh, a Native Hawaiian family and cared for until she eventually got, I don't know if she was adopted, but I, I know that she eventually moved in with... Uh, I think it was an Episcopal minister or, or Baptist minister, but some Methodist. kind of a Methodist. Yeah, I, I missed it by two strokes, right? So it was, I knew it was one of the three, you know. But anyway, uh, Methodist minister who who uh, took her, and so he starts, you know, uh, and he starts talking about how he always uh, felt that he needed to do something for for Native Hawaiians. And I'm thinking, oh, that's wonderful, you know, I'm becoming an activist, and here's the establishment, and they want to go, you know, they want to go do something for us, you know, like, like that kind of a... But then he says something which then clarified why I was in the room. And he says, I would like to see the election of a Hawaiian governor for the state of Hawaii. And I said, okay, I mean, I'm sure these guys know what they're talking about. The conversation, what the conversation led to was the formation of a committee to elect a Hawaiian governor to the state of Hawaii. That was the first meeting that I had with Senator Inouye where we were actually talking about something and I I didn't realize this but uh, so Alvin who was my boss then asked me to get a couple of my friends and uh, we're going to join this committee that was started by uh, then Senator Inouye to elect a Hawaiian governor and now you got to remember this is in the 1970s 70, because uh, I went to law school in 73, so this would be a roughly around 1974. And he was already doing that. And of course, Pinky Thompson became the chairman of that committee. And we actually, the senator wasn't all at the, uh, all of the meetings or anything, but there, we had actually a series of meetings uh, in the early days with a cross-section of people, including Winona and, and, uh, and, uh, and Pinky Thompson, 
and myself and a number of friends of mine, Norma Wong, uh, for example, who worked for me years later, who actually kept minutes of those meetings so that the senator could keep up with our progress. But that was the first time I met the senator. That's a long story, but it puts it into context. It wasn't, you know, I didn't meet him, just went up and, and with a bunch of young guys and he just pat us on our heads and say, do better, you know, and we're going to make a wife. I met him on a for real mission. Wow. And year, years later, by the way, this story folds right into my whole life. I mean, it, it comes back 180 degrees. But, um, yeah, that was the time, at the, right after the founding of Anoliki and the beginning of this, com of this committee to elect a Hawaiian government. And 20 years, 20 years later, it's you. <laughs> yeah, well, 20 years later, there's actually a story to this. And this story was actually in the Washington newspapers first before Hawaii. Uh, and uh, I, I, I forgot, I was after, and it was told by the senator at a meeting that we had after I had been elected governor. So this is, so you look, 20 years later, I'm governor, I get elected governor in 1986, okay? And at that time, so this would be about 1988, we are in New York, I believe, at the Democratic Party convention. Um, uh, and this was, I think it was 1988, yeah, I believe it was 1988, or maybe. Yeah, they do caucus. Dukakis no, Dukakis. Dukakis gets nominated. Right. But anyway, we're, we're standing in this meeting, and the senator tells this story. And this is the story that he told, and I'll tell it in my own words. Prior to my election as governor, I became somewhat notorious at the uh, 1978 Constitutional Convention and uh, in Hawaii where we redrafted the convention, uh, the, the, the uh, constitution for Hawaii and the like. And after the convention, after the convention uh, left, because prior to my involvement in the 1978 convention, I, I really did not think that I would be running for political office. What I, my hero in those days was actually um, somebody like Alvin Shim, who was my boss and mentor, one of my mentors. You know, he was the guy that was behind the scenes. He knew all the politicians. He he, he commit and he was uh, uh, in his own way a very much of a social activist, but never actually running for office himself and, and the like. So I I thought that was a cool thing, and so my thought was, you know, get involved in politics and do all of this from the background. That was my thinking. So I get to the convention, I, 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 I uh, find out that I actually enjoy that stuff. And, um, and so this is like right around, uh, well, 78, between 78 and 1980, right in that time period, about a year after I had been in the um, in the convention. Senator Inouye calls me up personally and 
you know, I, I, as much as as notorious as I might have been in, and we had dealings over the years, obviously, since this meeting where he wanted to elect a white governor upon various issues and so forth. But I'm still, uh, you know, I'm still at the stage in my life where it's a it's an amazing thing to get a personal phone call from a United States senator instead of from one of his staff members or, or, or being at a meeting where he's talking to me and the like. I get a phone call from Senator Inouye, and you can imagine him. Uh, the picture I'm trying to paint is... I'm telling you what he, what he's talking about, but he's he is telling this story to a room full of people in New York, okay? And of course, I'm adding my little editor editorial edit, uh, editorials along the way. So the senator calls me up, and he tells me he says, "I want you to bring uh, three of your friends." and come over to my house after dinner. And I don't know, where in the what, where's the senator's house? Okay, and, and, and I said, uh, yes, yeah, Senator, uh, you know, I'm very honored and blah, blah, blah. But uh, where is that? And he says, at Wailana Condominium uh, down in Waikiki, in the, right on the edge of Waikiki. And I said, fine, you know, I'm glad to do it. And it was like the next night or something. I mean, it was, you know, very short. I'm in town. I, I, I would love to see you. Come over to my house. Bring some of your friends over. Immediately after he hangs up, which, by the way, in those days, there's no cell phone. So he's calling me at my work office, okay, which was for uh, at that time I was still a lawyer young lawyer working for Shim Siegel, Tam, and Nida. And so I get off the phone and I'm wondering, you know, like, what in the world is this about, you know? And my boss, Alvin Shim, calls me in his office. And he says, he looks at me and he says, are you playing some game over here with me? And I said, uh, uh, Alvin, I don't know what you're talking about, you know. He said, Senator Inouye just called me up, and he wants me to come to his house tomorrow night. And he's inviting a few of his, his guys. And they had, evidently, Alvin had talked to these other guys. And they were uh, this gentleman named Fred Trotter, who was a very important friend, uh, friend of the senator's. And another guy named Stuart Ho, who was a very prominent uh, Hawaii businessman. He said, and the senator then tells me that you're coming over with some people from, uh, you know, some of your friends from law school and all of that. Say, what's going on? I said, Alvin. <laughs> because you're getting squeezed. Because, you know, you're the lowest guy on the totem pole. And um, I said, I, I don't know. He called me. You know, I, I don't know. What am I supposed to do? He said, so Alvin looks at me and he says something like, boy, if you're playing a game with me, you are going to really get it, you know. And I'm thinking, oh, my, you know, what, what you know, these big guys, what do they think, you know, because as a, but we all put up with it. So we show up two nights later or a night later, at uh, the senator's apartment, 
And so this is like I had, you know, before 1980. This has got to be like the maybe late uh, 19, or it might have been the beginning of 1980, nine, uh, ending of 1979. And uh, uh, he calls me to his apartment, and then we all sit around being nice to each other. This is like 9 o'clock at night. It was after dinner. And um, he uh, then, what he does is the senator says, well, uh, you know, I've called you all here tonight to talk about a very important issue. He says. And I'm listening to this. We're all listening to this. And he says, you know that I have been totally committed to the election of a Hawaiian governor for the state of Hawaii. And everybody says, yes, Senator, yes, you know. And, and, and his friends probably heard that a million times, so they're going, yes, Senator. And the rest of us young guys are like, you know, oh, yes, Senator, whatever we can do, we go campaign, we'll go hold signs, we'll do whatever, you know. And, 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 and he looks at it and he says, I just want to announce that I found the candidate to do this. And everybody, the room gets quiet. You know, and the senator turns and he points at me and he said, and it's John Wahey. <laughs> and I sit there <laughs> in shock. You know, this is, he, he, I sit there in shock. And I know I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> I'm going to get fired, man. This is not the, you know, I mean, I, 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 I like, I love the thought, Senator. Thank you very much. But you just got me fired because Alvin is fuming. See, Alvin Shame had had a political firm and he swore nobody who works with him would ever be a politician again because they never can make any money. They just end up spending everybody else, it's, you know, in, 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 in for political contributions. He's talking about his law partner. And, and, and he was saying, never again. So the upshot of all of that, from my perspective, uh, after this meeting came out, obviously the next day I had to go see my boss, and he was fuming, and we got past all of that. And he asked me, well, you want to run for office? And I said, you know what, Alvin, I think I do. And so Alvin uh, actually followed up, and he gave me enough cases to start my own law firm, which I created, because he still didn't want anybody in his law firm. And I did run for the House of Representatives in 1980, and my campaign chairman was Fred Trotter, and my campaign finance committee was Stuart, head of my uh, finance chairman was Stuart Hope. So, this is the full circle. And then now, I'm, I'm a young governor, or a new governor, in, 19, in a room full of people on the mainland. And the senator just got to the mic and told the version, his version of this story. And he said, this is, you know, and uh, and I'm, I'm there thinking, wow, you know. So this is the full circle of at least the political dimension of his of the senator's involvement with one of his Hawaiian priorities, which I was the beneficiary of, along with many others that he did. Um, 
and he and that was to the goal that he had was to elect a Hawaiian governor, and he uh, he put it, uh, he, you know he put it all together. You were the first indigenous governor, right, in the United States? Indigenous yeah, I was the first indigenous elected governor. Yeah. They were, you know, obviously they were doing the territorial days. There were a couple of people who might have been part of it that were appointed governors, but I was the first elected uh, indigenous. I don't know if any in the whole United States. In the whole yeah, United I, States. I I don't know whether or not uh, anybody else, um, even since then, but maybe there's probably been maybe yeah there might have been a few uh, native. Americans. But yeah. Governor Waihe'e did a lot in his eight years in office. He helped to create the Office of Hawaiian Affairs and pushed the state to restore Hawaiian as an official language. The governor also helped build Kapole as Oahu's second city. Please stay tuned for part two of our conversation with the governor. In our second episode, we discuss the Hokulea and Koho'olawe. Please visit our website, senenoitoldbyhisson.com, for more information. Mahalo. Iva ho mako ikapone a ike kanani o kaimana hila kaimana hila kaumai iluna 